Hi, major revisioners. My name is Susan Chang, and I'm from the University of Michigan. If this is your first fall meeting, my tips are to find an experienced attendee who can introduce you to others during breaks. Also, be on the lookout for members of supportive organizations like Earth Science Women's Network and GeoLatinas. And if you're established in your field, my tip is to introduce yourself to new attendees and ask them about their research. AGU can be pretty intimidating, and it makes a world of difference for a prominent scientist to treat you like a colleague, especially for researchers from communities that have been historically marginalized and underrepresented within the geosciences. At one, we're sitting and thinking of all the beautiful things he could have become. Instead of a lyrical, lyrical, and I'm a most appreciative one. Because I'm in a world of my own, and I'm into it, I don't want anything else. And nothing can bother me when I'm inside of it, because I'm inside of myself. Midnight Marauder's spinning on my stereo. Mr. Desmond Deck, I got a crown made of gold. The kids are all Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Major Revisions. My name is Jeff Atkins from Virginia Commonwealth University. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We've been meaning for a while to do a conference prep episode. The idea being, you know, like scientific conferences are strange, odd things, and the first time you go is a little weird. So this one's going to be a little bit focused on the American Geophysical Union Fall Meeting, which is next week, because I'm recording this December 5th, 2019. And uh, so we're going to focus a little bit on that because it's, you know, upwards of 26,000 scientists and a lot of people's first big science meeting. So we're going to be joined today by a bunch of guests who are going to tell us stories or offer some helpful advice or hints that has worked for them. And John and I are going to join you as well. And I'll throw in some additional stuff at the end that's me opining and my weird hot takiness. Anyway, thanks. Have a heart. Have a heart, sixteen, six, 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 and I know the part. You are the river flow, and we can never know. We're just the weather man. You make the wind blow. Beard's looking good, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. So, John, I wanted to ask you because I'm prepping all this stuff together for this episode um, off the cuff, since I'm way behind on mixing anyway. But the idea of like conference prep. Um, I know you don't personally go to AGU, but you are a conference workhorse, or have in the past, even though I know you're trying to cut back. But how do you, like, what are your tips for people for their first conference, or, you know, what have you learned to optimize things? Yeah, um, so I think when I first started attending conferences, I put a lot of weight on you know, trying to like meet and impress a bunch of people. And um, that really kind of got me like worked up uh, um, and nervous about the whole, the whole thing really. Um, You know, I'm a more introverted person. um, And so, you know, going to a, you know, especially a, a larger meeting, um, with, you know, many people doing, you know, lots of different things, uh, was kind of, you know, kind of intimidating. Um, so I think, you know, I think the, and I think I also kind of felt a lot of pressure to sort of like get the most out of it by going to a lot of talks and, you know, talking to, um, all kinds of people and like meeting my science heroes, or at least, you know, whichever ones happen to be around, Um, and I think one of the, like, 
biggest pieces of advice that I can give is like self-care during conferences is really important. Um, especially for like a week long meeting like AGU or ESA, um, you know, so, you know, don't be afraid if, you know, if you're an introvert like me to, um, you know, take time away from the meeting to not be constantly, um, you know, sitting in talks, talking to, um, other scientists, you know, if you need quiet time to be at your best, um, if you need to be away from people for a little bit to be at your best when you are with people, um, you know, then do that. Um, you know, it's, a. um, you know, it's, a a marathon, not a sprint, as they say. Um, what do you, I'm trying to think. how does that, how does that jive with, uh, with your experience at conferences, Jeff? Yeah, I think that's true. I, um, I always try to schedule like a day where I don't have to do anything or at least it's very light, mm-hmm. you know, so that it's, uh, something that's a little bit more tolerable. Because, I mean, for me, like, I don't mind going long days because I know the particularly the thing with AGU and ESA a lot is that, you know, the days are very, very, very long. And I think the thing that I didn't appreciate the first time I went was thinking that the conference itself, like, the actual activities and the programming, you know, while they're important, they're not necessarily the most important in a way, or I guess... Well, they're equally as important to all the down, unstructured time, too, right? Like, you know, if you just check out at the end of when the talks are over um, or hide out during, you know, the, the coffee hours or whatever, like, you miss a lot of opportunities to, to learn and connect to people and build relationships because that's the advantage of going yeah. to, you know, these kind of conferences is to have that unstructured time. And so a lot of that happens with dinners and a lot of that happens with... Um, you know, coffee hours or happy hours or whatever. You know, you don't have to drink or do all that stuff either, but just being around and being into that and just talking to people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, a lot of stuff comes from that, and I think that's something I didn't appreciate at first. Like, when you go, don't always hang out with people from your lab, you know, or have people, you know, feel free to ask your advisor or senior grad students or whatever to introduce you to people. Um, if they're not doing that already, good ones will be, you know, yeah. like it's, it's about getting out and meeting people and really, you know, realizing that it's, it's, it's a whole thing. My name is Ben Von Lamberty. I'm from uh, Pacific Northwest National Lab. And my big AGU tip would be do not try to go every day, all five days, build in time to go take a nap, explore the city or get out of town, something to clear your mind. Hi, my name is Lisa Haber. I'm from Virginia Commonwealth University. And my advice to first time conference goers is don't be intimidated to talk to researchers whose work you really admire. Um, Go up and introduce yourself maybe over a beer, or ask your friendly neighborhood postdoc researcher to make the introduction for you. Hi, I'm Amy Hudson, and I'm from the University of Arizona. 
My one AGU tip is to bring both a water bottle and a to-go mug. That's because the AGU cold is real and you need to stay hydrated throughout the week. And it, this will encourage you to do so while also enjoying delicious coffee and delicious beers. Yeah, I'm Bill Hammond from Oklahoma State University. I'm a PhD candidate. Yeah, so my first AGU was in 2017, and I went there as a third semester graduate student, uh, and uh, so it was kind of intimidating. Went uh, alone as the only member of my lab, and so didn't know a lot of people yet, and was uh, a bit overwhelmed with just how many thousands of people were there. But um, I found that there were several people pretty quickly that I met that were um, uh, able to introduce me to people that they knew, and uh, it ended up going pretty well in the end, I guess. Um, when it comes to like how to handle a conference that big, if it's your first time, now that I've been twice and I'm about to head back a third time this year, uh, I would have spent more time my first year in the poster session because this is an awesome place to be in a bit more relaxed environment and to um, really get some time with other people and scientists. Um, everyone from undergraduates to, you know, AGU fellows is going to be standing in front of a poster and you'll have their undivided attention if you walk up and have, have interest and are, um, you know, have something to say about what it is they're researching. That can be a really good way to start um start conversations and relationships and even collaborations. Um, I've, I've got one that came out of a poster hall at AGU. Um, and so you never know what you'll run into in there. And I guess I, uh, I think I probably just sat in way more oral sessions than I did spend time in posters my, uh, my first AGU. So that's one tip that I have. Um, other than that is that uh, I kind of had the realization at the end of it all that AGU is kind of this really interesting equalizer. Um, my first talk at AGU, I was slotted between um, a, a postdoc at a really prestigious Ivy League school and um, the founder of the field of plant hydraulics. And that was exceptionally nerve-wracking. I remember uh, throwing up uh, a few hours before my talk. Uh, you know, uh, you asked me what I had for breakfast this morning as a sound check. I lost my breakfast that morning, although I don't recall what it was. And, you know, the thing is, um, if you've got nerves or you're anxious or whatever, uh, most people I've talked to are still nervous and anxious. Even like really big deal scientists get nervous before their talks sometimes. And some people are just comfortable and that's fine too. But um, I guess just you do you, whatever you've got to do to handle those nerves. For me, it's like pace around and practice my talk. I must have given that first AGU talk to the wall at least like 20 times. I gave it to other grad students in my cohort more than they wanted to hear it. And um, at the end of the day, when I got up there and started talking, uh, I think uh, just the muscle memory took over. And uh, when I sat down people were like hey that was a great talk and I was like was it now I don't remember um because you kind of come sometimes can black out when you're nervous uh but yeah I think that um your science is really important to you and that'll show up if you practice and um everyone's there to do the same thing everyone's there to share the the science that they're working on the questions that they're trying to answer 
no matter the career stage you're at, if you're a, an undergrad or some uh, really big deal, everybody's there to to share their what they're working on. And I think that if you just bring your passion and excitement for that and practice enough to overcome whatever level of anxiety or nerves that you have to personally battle, we've all got our own, um, that it can be okay. And not only it can be okay, but that by, uh, by putting yourself out there and, and giving a talk or a poster, um, you can meet lots of people. I had many people come and talk to me after my talk. Um, last year in 2018, I gave a poster and uh, I mean, the poster hall is super busy and I met so many people that were just walking by my poster that I'd really wanted to introduce myself to. And so, um, you know, the posters are up for a long time. Some people aren't there at their poster the whole time, but I would encourage you to take uh, take that opportunity to meet a bunch of people that um, otherwise you might not. Do you ever set like goals for conferences? Um, I don't over schedule. I try to schedule and I try to hit like major points. Um, I know when I was looking for a postdoc, you know, a couple years ago, there were definitely people who, you know, I knew kind of had some stuff out. And so I had done my research behind that, but I've always felt like I don't do enough research, you know, at conferences. I've done better in the last couple of years, but part of that's just being around the game, you know? By research, you mean like advanced prep, like figuring out who's going to be there and, uh, yeah, like the sessions that I really need to hit, um, and always knowing like who people mm -hmm. are necessarily right and like i mean it helps to be more involved in the research now anyway just kind of knowing that stuff anyway but you know trying to get up to speed to that takes time yeah because um, i remember like you know the first talk i ever gave uh ironically larry band was in the audience and he was my ospa judge like the student judge or whatever he complimented me on my talk and um afterwards and you know my advisor how he came up he's like larry really liked your talk I was like, Howie, who the hell is Larry? <laughs> and he's like, I really should have prepared you more. I was like, that's fair. <laughs> you know, it was like just not knowing who some of these people are. Yeah. And um, which sounds dumb and elitist, but it's just, I don't know, it's part of it, right? Like you, you, you need to put in the effort to figure out like who are the people who are really at the cutting edge of field, you know, your field. And, and that's part of like being a PhD student and being a grad student and whatnot. Um. yeah i mean that kind of i don't know people have different feelings about this too but i'm also the kind of person that um uh, i don't like to bounce around to a bunch of different sessions i like to kind of you know pick out a session that i think is interesting um and just like you know camp out there for a while maybe it's not like the whole morning or the whole afternoon but I'd rather kind of see a, a string of talks um, than uh, be like running from session to session. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's a, a common mistake that some people make too, of like trying to bounce back and forth and see everybody, right? Like it's like some kind of checklist. But I think you get more out of it if you if you really try to go into and, and you know sit for whole sessions and whatnot. Because a lot of people put some effort into putting those sessions together. Um, you know, that said, like, well, you know, somewhere in between, right? I mean, there's definitely stuff to highlight that you miss. Like, I'm really bad at, at AGU in particular, they have these, like, union sessions, which are, like, um, really fancy people. <laughs> and I rarely ever go to that. Like, everyone was trying to get tickets to see Dan Rather or something one year. And, you know, I think the, one of the governors of 
California. I don't remember which one, the current or previous. Like, that stuff, like, doesn't really appeal to me. But, like, that's similar to, like, how I don't like TED Talks, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, I'm more interested in the research. But also, like, there are people who are. So if that's what you're interested in, like, go do it. You know, there's lots of different ways to do it. There's no right way to do a conference. There's definitely some wrong ways, but no right way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I try to make a balance. I'll bounce around to some stuff. I really like poster sessions a lot, and I think in a lot of conferences they're pretty underrated. At AGU, they're very, very good. ESA got better this year, too. Yeah, ESA, I think the layout of ESA's poster session was better this year than it has been at some other venues. Uh, like, there was a good cluster of stuff together. They weren't, like, spread out over an enormous and mostly empty exhibit hall. Um, and the they did a good job of kind of like mixing in the exhibitors and the food and drink stations with posters. So, um, I thought, I thought it was, you know, better done, um, than it has been sometimes, uh, just to kind of like move around and, um, you know, see different posters run into people that, you know, and, and that kind of thing. I mean, if, if it's your first one, it's hard to, it's hard to know what works for you, but I think that everybody, you know, everybody that I know has a different way of preparing for stuff. You know, some people are really good at, you know, basically, you know, talking more or less off the cuff about a, uh, a presentation that they put together, like on the plane. (laughs) Um, you know, me personally, I need to, have my talk put together, you know, fairly, you know, well in advance. Um, But I don't spend a lot of time rehearsing it because I find that if I rehearse, I start to like try and memorize like the, like the delivery and the cadence and like a specific phrasing. Um, And that ends up actually, um, for me being like over preparation, um, where I kind of like get myself more, um, anxious about the talk. Um, you know, even people who have been doing this for a long time and are very experienced still get nervous about giving talks. So, um, if you do feel nerves, you're, you know, you're definitely not alone. Um, and you know, you can, um, you know, so, you know, em- embrace that, you know, the good thing about being a little bit nervous is that, um, it makes you alert. Um, it, you know, can, you know, can energize you a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, play, you know, just accept that and, you know, try and, um, use it to your advantage, uh, more than, you know, trying to, um, you know, trying to avoid being a little bit anxious about, um, about speaking. Cool. I agree. Totally agree. Sweet, man. I think this is good. Unless you got anything else you want to add. Nah. No, I think, I think that's it.
from Alexei Shiklamanov. I'll try to find time for a recording, but in case I don't, here's my tip in writing. Block off lots of time for the poster session, and to use that time to really talk to people at their posters. In particular, approach people at posters you find interesting, and don't be afraid to ask questions, even if you think they're stupid. I find I get a lot more out of those one-on-one -on -one conversations than from oral presentations, both because one-on-one -on -one interaction is objectively the best way to learn, and because most AGA oral presentations are bad, overly technical, not well communicated, only a select few presentations will effectively teach you something about a topic that you don't already know a lot about. I think really specific things if you're preparing your first poster is to really look online at other people's posters, but also feel free to be creative, you know? Like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. We give a lot of flack to the better poster idea, but if that's something you're comfortable with and want to do, then go for it if it works for you. Um, yeah, I think it was a few episodes back that I recorded my personal opinion about it, and that's more that I don't think it necessarily capitalizes on an entire history of art and graphic design that, you know, you can Google and learn about yourself and, you know, kind of work in. Um, that said, it's not bad. You know, it does work and it's just a message. So, you know, whatever works for you. Um, you know, in general, just use fonts that you're a little bit bigger with. Don't put huge amounts of text. Uh, pictures are really nice. In general, pictures don't, you know, print as bright as you think they do, so they need to be remixed a little bit, you know, lighten them up. Uh, don't center things. Centering is actually kind of painful in the eyes, and so it makes people not want to read it as long and stay attention, you know, stay focused on it. Um, in talks, remember that, you know, light colors are not going to show up in those rooms because sometimes people will forget to turn the lights off. You know, just little things like that. Um, Yeah, those are kind of specific. I think other people do a lot of the code. Oh, oh. Don't always hang out with just your lab. Definitely go out and meet people. In general, you know, most of the folks at these conferences are nice people. That said, occasionally, it's particularly if you're giving a poster, you're going to have somebody come up and try to explain your work to you. And I don't know, man, that sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just cool story, bro. Whatever. So definite other things that I would add as far as AGU specifically is concerned, big tips, is, um, these are really specific granted, but if you come into a conference room and, you know, during, like in between sessions or whatnot, don't always sit on the end of the rows. Scoot in a little bit so people can also sit in because people are going to be late coming in after you. Make room for everybody. Close doors really silently. You know, just general be respectful and realize you're not the only one in the space and that you're sharing it with a bunch of other people. Just be cool about it. If you are in a position of power of any kind, which, you know, more of you are, I think, than you realize, always extend a hand out and bring people up you know like introduce people bring them around realize that not everybody is at the same comfort level talking to other people so try to include people in conversations don't exclude them 
realize that not everybody drinks alcohol and that's totally okay so you know try to find other ways to handle that just generally just be a kind good person and it'll all be okay go to the poster sessions um go up to people particularly younger students earlier you know super early career folks and ask them about their work you know so occasionally there are even high school or community college students there who are you know also giving their first talks like help them you know go talk learn you know be what you can but also you know pace yourself it's a long week uh California is expensive and well at least for me kind of far away and some people come from even farther so you know go out and enjoy I really like mirror woods but I like trees so you know do what you can anyway thank you guys for joining us on this week I hope you enjoyed it I really appreciated all the help from everyone who could contribute and um you know they're all friends of ours and if some of them will be at AGU this week or next week rather so go check out their stuff check them out in the program go check out their talks they're all really good scientists and some of them won't be because they're doing other things and that's cool too anyway take care of yourselves hopefully this is not the last podcast of the decade there will at least be a phosphorus part one coming out and i will hopefully also grab some interviews at agu that said if you're going to be at agu and you're hearing this if you'd see me um talking on friday afternoon and going to be around most of the week otherwise come say hey and uh yeah. All right. Take care of yourselves.